Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 160 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined, as always, by my favorite rodeo rider, Willie Saylor. I'm kind of joined by him right now. Flow Wrestling Radio Live brought to you by ScrapLife.com, Under Armour Wrestling. Get your Under Armour Wrestling gear at ScrapLife.com. I'm going to do a quick switch over here so you can hear from Willie because he's obviously not here yet. So he's going to have to hold tight. Everyone's got to hold tight for just two seconds here. One moment. All right. Can you hear me, Willie? I can hear you, bud. All right, good, good. I'm. A, it's a one-man show here. I'm doing. I'm it up all. here in Dallas. What'd you say? I'm up here in Dallas. Can you? Yeah. So, Willie is not here. Willie is. Um. <laughs> why don't you explain where you are? Why don't you tell the people? Oh man, I'm at. A, I got my at a rodeo. <laughs> this is really happening. Are you going skydiving and and Rocky Mountain climbing? Are yeah, you, I'm up. I'm up number. I got the eighth draw on Fu Manchu. Yeah, you're going to try to go, what, 4.7 4. seconds? No, trying to go eight seconds, bud. Oh, man. So you are literally at a, a rodeo right now. Well, I'm in a hotel room right now. Okay. I will be, and as soon as this show's over, I have to go over and, like, interview cowboys and such. <laughs> what is, uh, what's, the, what's the schedule of a rodeo like? Well, there's like uh, eight events, maybe. I don't know. There's Okay, I'll t- hold on. I'll tell you. This is what happens at a rodeo. There's bareback riding. Stop. What do you mean, stop? They don't wear bareback, a... You ride a, you ride a wild horse. You ride a horse that's not been broken, and you do it without a saddle. Dang. And then, there's bar- and then there's barrel racing for the ladies. That's a you th- know? What is barrel racing? You're in a... I don't know what that means. It means they set up four barrels and you have to go in like a figure eight pattern. Oh, you and the, the fastest one to do it wins. By the way, there's an 11 year old that's like the best at it in the world. Really? Yeah, she's 11. She was on the Ellen show, I think. And there's bull riding and there's saddle brunk, which is the same thing as bareback, except there's a saddle. And there's steer wrestling, team roping, and tie roping. Tire what do you back. think? What do you think you'd be best at? Um, probably, barrel. probably, probably, probably bull riding. <laughs> You'd be best at bull riding. Yeah, probably. I've got the, I've got the build. I've got the, the, I've got the tenacity. I think, I, I think I have, I have the intangibles, you know, what, why, what, why wouldn't I be good at that? What would you be good at? Steer wrestling. Being, being the, being the barrel, maybe. I don't know. I don't know about you. I'd be best at steer wrestling. Steer wrestling. When did when did the bulls and blood and uh, where dust mud latigo? What is latigo? That's not a word. You don't even know the words. L a t i g o. That's what it is. The spur. So you don't even know. That's what they say. Latigo. Oh, that's not a word. Yes, it is. Yes, it uh, is. Try your Wikipedia. All right, I'm done with this. I can't believe. I told my wife yesterday, she's like, so you're doing radio tomorrow? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, she's like, where's Willie been? I'm like, well, he's at a rodeo right now. She doesn't. So, look, 
first of all, I was offended because that means she hasn't been listening to to FRL. Adam Hall's mother does, but my own okay. my own wife doesn't. I know. My family, my mother, and my my family doesn't listen to the show either. Like, get up there. Kind of insulting. At least, the least they could do is download. Don't listen. Just give us the click. Latigo, a heavy, durable, and supple cattle hide that is combination tanned. A strap used in Western saddlery. Are you ready to apologize that you didn't know what Latigo was? You're supposed to be some. You're literally covering a rodeo event. You don't even know what it is. But anyway, she laughed hysterically that you were at a rodeo. Who did Katie? Yeah, she thought it was, she thought it was the funniest thing ever. I was like, this is Willie now. This is him. I know the guy. You liked him. He's cool. But I don't know. Man. The problem is we didn't hire a senior editor yet. Well, that's your that's your fault. You're, you need that's to, not my fault. As, don't get me started. Don't get me started. Assemble your team, man. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. That's Rodeo. In wrestling news, uh, the biggest news maybe of the week, Jacob Warner to Iowa. Um, you know, it was kind of always – trending that way Arizona State came in the picture late um, you know with Bennick leaving ASU was was on, in on in on Warner and you know I think I think Purdue was in the mix but really I think it came down to ASU and Iowa Iowa ultimately landing the services of Jacob Warner and someone they're they're gonna need and someone who who fits a position need whether he goes 84 or 97 I viewed him as a, as a 97 I thought 84 was out of the question, but it sounds like he views himself as an 84. Willie, your thoughts, Jacob Warner, a Hawkeye. Huge need. Um, a huge need in their lineup. Um, and, you know, you talk about traditionally who's been strong at what weight classes. Um, and 97s at Iowa don't immediately come to mind. They've had some good ones. I mean, Burak was a model of consistency. Um, but judging by their projections, who they have coming in, what they have on the roster now, um, I think all Hawkeye fans can agree that 97 was an area of need. Um, and, and it might, you know, maybe he's an 84 slash 97. We'll see. Uh, he, he did gain or fill out quite a bit over the summer, but I still think, I don't know, maybe 84 is in play, but targeting 97 right now. Um, he's an area of need. And I think, you know, this is probably definitely secondary to this, but after missing out on a couple guys, um, it kind of reinvigorated. It, it was good for morale to land him too. Yeah. I mean, you get, you get that big momentum, you land Spencer Lee and Gavin and then, but, but really it's kind of misleading because they've been picking up Tough guys along the way, picking up some rank guys here, a uh, uh, Max Murin and, and Costello and uh, Miles Wilson. So they've, Miles been, Wilson they've is kind of point. slowly been accumulating a lot of solid talent. They haven't had to the, me. Miles Miles Wilson is very good. I think he's going to do great at Iowa. Um, how great? I I don't know, but I I just I really like that kid. That's a quality pickup there. Yeah. So it's while it seems like wow they've been missing on some guys that didn't get. Brady Berge, um, which we can email. Are, am I saying that wrong? I thought it was Berge. Is it not Berge anymore? I have no idea. I mean, no, it's Brady Berge. Some guy emailed. He was this. not happy with me for for calling him Berge on that announcement. Thing. I thought his name was Berge. I called him that to his face a thousand times. I don't, I don't know. That guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, maybe he doesn't know what he's talking about. I thought it was Burge like for a really long time back when Brock was coming up, but. Everyone said Bergy, so I just went with it. I'm happy to call him whatever it is. I don't know why you're, you're talking about an email from a goof. <laughs> well, I, we're saying his name. Let's, you know, maybe we'll get some confirmation. Uh, anyways, but Iowa has a really, really solid class. You know, they've got two marquee pieces with Spencer and Jacob, and then they've got a lot of. Um, I'm not gonna say they're depth guys, because when you say a depth guy, that sounds like someone that's not gonna start. But just guys that make it a deep recruiting class, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and they should be they should be virtually set for a little while. Well, I think they need a, a middleweight. 
I think they need who who's uh who's coming in for Sorensen once he graduates. I think they have flexibility there. You do? Where? Where do you think who do you see coming up to 49? Like a Vince Turk moves up or uh, or a Happel. Happel. Okay. Well, there you go. So that's it. Anything else on on the Warner? I mean, maybe you could even, I don't know. Could you squeeze? Could you squeeze Cameron down? I don't think so. I, I why? I don't know. I think he'll be fine at fifty-seven. Well, who goes fifty-seven if he goes forty-nine? You know, the bull. The bull goes fifty-seven. Yeah, he's huge. He ain't going. Why are you trying to starve every child in America? You could you could get listen. You could get Cameron at forty-nine hypothetically. I don't know what they're walking around at. Um, you can get Kemmer at 49, the Bull at 57, and then Caleb Young at 65. You're trying, yeah. you're trying to make the Bull go vegan here. I, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Get him, not- keep the Bull on full feed. Keep him big and strong. I, I think he's enormous. I watched his match against Mark Hall. I mean, that was a while ago, right? He's big. He's thick. Big legs. Big upper body. I don't know. He's short, though. Yeah, he's short. It. I don't know. He wasn't a lot shorter than Mark. Anyways, I don't I don't see them cutting him down to sixty five. If anything, I see eventually maybe he even goes seventy four. You know, Ethan Lofthouse wasn't very big either, but he was stout, thick guy. Most random most random um recruit of all time in terms of where he selects. <laughs> Kevin Vogt of Boise State is like not that there's just normally like you can like see the connections in programs. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, Kevin Vo is looking at smart schools, UVA, Princeton, Boise. So that's where he's kind of looking. So if he goes, if he had gone to um, Harvard and not Princeton or some, you know, UVA and not Cam, it'd be like, okay, it kind of makes sense. You just don't see many guys from, I don't know, west of the, east of the Mississippi go to Boise State. And good for yeah. Boise State. Yeah, pretty much out of nowhere. I don't think anyone saw Kevin I mean, Vo to Boise State coming. I know I didn't. Boise, he didn't even list Boise State, did he? No, they came in late. They came in, or so the story goes, they came in late, like October-ish. He visited. He loved it. He loved it, yeah. He, he like, loved it. They, they say Boise is, like, amazing. Have you ever been? No, you, but you I You never always, went to college there? Uh, you, went to, <laughs> you went to most of the Mountain West Conference. I did not. I went to Nebraska and I went to Wyoming. And Kansas State. I did go to Kansas State too. Yes, that's. I'm pretty neither. sure you went. You were an Idaho Vandal for a little bit there. So <laughs> close enough. No, but I always hear good things about Boise. I hear it's a great town. It's um, very tech savvy, so I'm assuming it's um, sort heard, of. Cost- heard is like beautiful, like in the mountains and whatnot. I don't know. I don't know anything about Idaho, but I hear it's here. It's awesome. So good for. Good for Boise State. Good for Kevin Vo. Boise State, long been a, a very solid program. Of course, new coaching staff there, trying to reinvigorate yeah, that program. excellent job by them landing him. I mean, he's a premier, premier. We were talking about it on the last show. Uh, we were talking about how um, uh, like elite heavyweights are becoming very premium. Right. Um, a few and far between, and I think Kevin Vo is one of them. And amazing job at landing him by Boise State. That's a coup. That's a, I mean, they're pulling not only an elite recruit, which their recruiting's been terrible. Terrible. Their recruiting has been terrible um, the last few years. And now they pull a blue chipper from the Ohio? East Coast. From Ohio. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Good for, awesome. good for, good for, Good for Kevin Vo too. Like, probably never really considered Boise as an option, right? Like, probably never really thought. And then kept an open mind, went there. Oh, this is the place for me. So good for him. Congrats to Boise and Kevin Vo. Next up on the docket, are you are you jazzed up? It sounds like you're really excited for this Thursday night football game, Willie. Ravens Browns. I don't. Yeah. I mean, did the NFL not want to have people watch? They're like, oh, ratings are down. Let's just keep them dropping. Yeah, I, I guess I don't know. I feel like they always put disastrous, um, I almost said matches games on Thursday night. I don't know why they do that. But wrestling has its own scheduling issues as well. 
Um, Ohio State, Iowa, and Missouri, Oklahoma State going on at the same time. All these, yeah. I mean, they couldn't even change like the hours. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if the NCAA or who ultimately makes those decisions, but it would be great if we could throw some flexibility there and wrestling fans didn't have to choose. It's so rare you get, it's not so rare, but it's fairly rare to get those marquee top 10 matchups to have two at the same so time. So explain me, what exactly, what's at the same time? Iowa? Iowa versus Ohio State and Missouri, Oklahoma State. Two great duels. Outstanding. At the same time? At the same time. That stinks. Not not good. Not good. So NFL's got scheduling problems, but so does so does wrestling. We we need these these marquee matches need to be on an island, in my yeah. in my opinion. College football does it. You know, you don't you don't put Bama LSU and Michigan Michigan Ohio State at the same time. Okay, you don't do yeah, that. Somebody like somebody in like a central location, I don't know. Uh, maybe N- NWCA or something should look over the schedule ahead of time and be like, you know, recommend that, you know, make a phone call to Missouri or somebody and be like, hey, can you move this back three hours? I, I get the feeling the Big Ten messes this up in, in a lot of ways. For a lot. I mean, that's why, you know, sometimes like uh, Iowa doesn't always go to Midlands because of the, what when the Big Ten duels are. I know for Penn State, they have – I want to say right after the scuffle, and of course Penn State normally goes, they're not going this year, but right after they have like Nebraska and Minnesota, like four days, and those duels are like two days apart. So um, the, I think the Big Ten is kind of the culprit, and they just put you where they want you, and you're just you're really at their mercy. I don't know if they have any flex there at all. Um, so it's, it's not, such a, it's not yeah, good. Yeah, it's such a big conference, too, that you got to get X amount of conference duels in. Right, right. So that's unfortunate that duels there are that good, and that – Probably not the only instance, not the only occurrence where we're gonna have marquee duels at the same time. When really they, you want them on an island. Yeah. All yeah, right. for sure. What do you have here? Rankings, FAQs. What do you? What do you... Oh, just a just a um, just a reminder, with with um, just kind of my policy on rankings, injury defaults. I never ever will count an injury default. If your guy's up fourteen nothing. And the guy he's beaten injury defaults. It's sorry, it's not a win. It's just it's never going to be that way. Um, I feel like because yeah, well, you you never know. You know you don't know if it's you don't know if it's legit. You don't know if it's uh, four three in the third period. You don't know if it's fourteen two in the third period. Right. It's rare you actually know the instance. But even if you did, oh, so it's the second period and he got away. He's winning one zero, and then. There's an injury default. Well, I would have won. I was up one nothing. It doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. So injury defaults. I'm sorry. It can be crappy at times if you're smashing somebody and then he defaults out. But that's just the way. That's the way it works. Yeah. That's all I had. That's all I had. Yeah. On, on no, I get. I mean, in college, I guess it's you're. You could know a little more, but you, you, I mean, you can't really know. I get I get emails all the time. It's like, yeah, he lost, but he was hurt in the third period, and that was a default. I mean, you can't count them. Yeah, no, it doesn't count. Sorry. Um, so Farrell is going on right now. Ladies action today. Men's freestyle tomorrow. Greco on Saturday. And these fields for men's freestyle are incredible. Um. Not just on the World Team Trials weights, which obviously those are really good, but the non-contested weights, the non-World Team Trials weights are really good too, Willie. I don't know if you want to go just weight by weight, pick a winner, pick a, I don't know, whatever whatever you want to do there. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> as much as you like to think that you're an expert and I, I I don't know. I have a an opinion about a lot of things, and I think I have a expertise about a lot of things. But like seventy kilograms, I have no idea what's going to happen. That weight is insane. Really, I feel. I mean, you think you have a pulse on that? Because I don't. I don't know. I don't. I can't say. I can't be like, oh yeah, I feel confident. But well, no, I do feel confident. I feel. 
I believe Isaiah Martinez is going to win. I feel really confident he's going to go through the bracket and beat go through the bracket beat Green two out of three. I I could be certainly wrong, but maybe maybe he loses to Jo. Maybe he loses to um, Kennedy. But I'm Ooh. just maybe I'm too high on Imar. He lost to Jason Nolf last year, and I should calm down. But I'm not I'm not going to. I I really think he's in that mix. What do you think? I mean. Uh- I don't think anything. I, I think. Hmm. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I could, could if you're asking me if that's, this is what I'm saying. If can Imar beat Jo? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, can can he not be completely ready for freestyle? Yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I mean, you, you take the you take the usual suspects, right? That. The James Greens, uh, Jimmy Kennedy's, J.O., Imar, uh, Kellen Russell even. Um, Russell. And you put, them, you put them at the top, but I don't know what's going to happen happen. I, I know that J.O. is talking really confidently. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, with Oliver, I'm just like, you know, you've been out of college Four, five, six years, and you haven't made a team, so I'm I'm taking a, a wait and see approach. I'm not. There was a time I was shouting from the rooftops. He is the future at 66. Now, now it's 65, and it never happened. Um, you know, and it, not saying it never will, but it hasn't. And you would have thought if it was going to happen, it would happen more proximal to his college career than not but maybe this is the tournament maybe it's the time maybe 70 is a better fit for him but I for, for me Jordan's been in the mix for a long time and hasn't got over the hump and you know and Frank Molinaro did you know Britt Metcalf did so yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just not I ain't ready to go there with him at this point I'd be pretty surprised to see think about what you're saying when you say Jordan Oliver, you're saying he gets through this bracket that has, which means he'll probably have to beat Jimmy Kennedy uh, and Isaiah Martinez, and then he's going to have to beat Green two out of three. Uh, and he's probably going to have one more tough match in there because here, here's there's a lot of quality guys. you got Tommy Gant, Adam Hall, um, Nazar Kolchitsky is really mm-hmm. good. Kevin Lavalley is not an easy out. Chase Pammy, Kellen mm-hmm. Russell, who has a win over Oliver. Mm-hmm. So he's he's gonna have three, he's gonna have one tough match, and and then two hard matches, and then Green two out of three, who's who's just chilling in the finals. I think think it's a tall task for Jo, but maybe that's true. Isn't it true for everybody? I suppose. I just think I just view Imar as a better better guy. I don't know. Maybe but EJ Green makes the finals. And I yeah, and then I think I think he can beat Green in the finals. I really do. I just so so. Who's your pick? Pick my pick is Isaiah all the way through through the challenge and through Green. My pick's Green. Yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> my pick's Green for a couple of reasons. One, uh, you know he's he's he he lives life. He, he he's training freestyle full time. He's a world medalist at the weight um, and he's in the finals which makes my pick sort of a cop-out but i'm not confident that anybody gets through that challenge bracket he might face nobody he might not face anyone could be (laughs) no Um, i uh yeah i mean that's probably if if vegas made a spread you you have to make green just by the sheer fact that he's in the finals right now and he's at his ideal weight i don't know I crushed, I crushed it last week in football through Vegas. It was a beautiful thing. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Um, 57. Who you got there, bud? Give me the Mega Lion, Nico. All right. Uh, Nico, Terrell, Jared Zach, Patterson. Zach Sanders. Pirelli. Zach Sanders. You go Nico? Yeah. I'll go Nico as well. Yeah, it's Nico. Okay. That's all you got there, bud. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Where's a where's 
Who's beaten Nico there? You know, Pirelli and Sanders have wrestled him tough before. Um, but, you know, Sa Sanders lost to him at NCAAs. Like, five, I think I just think Sanders hasn't really progressed much. I just feel like the upside's higher with Nico. I think we've seen what he can do, not only NCAA level, but also freestyle. Oh, freestyle. This way, Josh Kendig, 61. All right, 61, the other world weight. Wow. This way is loaded, right? It's silly. Cody Brewer, Nick Dardanes, Nashawn Garrett, Tyler Graff, Hockstrasser, Kendig, Laser, Nick Lee, Darius Little, Jason Ness, Shelton Max, Logan Stieber, Alan Waters. Uh, <laughs> that, you... way, that, that way, this way it was really good until I got to Logan Stieber. And then it got over the, then it got real. And then it, and then it was like Logan Stever wins. Yeah, you think? What do, Don't I, you think? Um, I do. However, um, couple caveats. One, Tyler Graf has beaten him at this weight. Um, so for that reason, I think he's got a really strong chance of of doing it again. I think his freestyle acumen is. It's noted, I, and what one takedown? Graf is good for one takedown a match, right? Against everyone, and and against Logan Steber, he's not an impenetrable guy. He will give up points in the name of scoring more. Yeah, that's and the, the problem thing. with Graf is he's gonna he's gonna lock up a lace potentially, and he could just end it right then and there. Okay, so that's what I guess the, that's the difference between reality and and making a pick and odds on, right? Because. Um, Odds on, you look at this field and you're like, Logan Stieber is the, the, the leader of the pack here. Uh, Logan Stieber is the odds on favorite. But in reality, he can give up points. He can. And I mean, you, you, uh, it's safe to say Logan Stieber is the favorite here, right? And who always wrestled Logan Stieber very tough in college? The Dardanes brothers. Who yeah. should who should have beaten had it not been for a scoring error? Logan Stieber's senior year, Nick Dardanes. Okay, so you can't the, those little things where yes, Logan Stieber's better than all these guys, but there are some tough matchups in there. Who knows how good Jason Ness is going to be? Here? I'll tell you that's that's a, that's another kid. Uh, it's 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 kind of odd that there's so many guys that I think are. Awesome. wrestling really well right now. I think Cody Brewer's wrestling really well. I think Jason Ness is wrestling really, really well. And I think Alan Waters is wrestling really well. Waters, I talked with a coach, um, just someone I like to talk to, someone, a college coach that knows a lot about wrestling, obviously, freestyle wrestling. I was like, who are you liking for these for our world teams? He's like, don't be surprised. And this is not a Missouri coach, obviously. But he's like, I think Alan Waters is just amazing and could really be a factor um, at the next level or this year for 57. I was, I'm not ready to go there, but that's someone's opinion. Um, Nashawn Garrett can't be discounted, even though we haven't seen him for a while. Um, but that's true for most of these guys, but his talent is, is unquestioned, uh, at this point. And there, there's a lot of just tough guys in here. Hawk stressors, not fun. I think Jason Ness is going to be a real problem. He could be. I think he's going to be a real problem. Remember, he was up like 9-0 on Pico, right. who ended up making the finals. And barely lost by criteria to the guy that got fifth. I mean, not that we need to explain to people that Aaron Pico's really good, but just, just so you yeah. know. Well, Aaron, right? Pico's down 9-0, makes the finals, loses in a three-set match to a guy that went on to take fifth. Fifth, who was a second away from third. You know, like, he's, he's excellent. He's excellent. So I I think this, for me, this weight has more variance. Well, there's no one sitting in the finals, first of all, which mm -hmm. makes it very interesting. So kind of a level playing field there. But this bracket's going to be amazing. Th these quarters are going to be, like, scary. Like, we're probably going to have, like, a Kindig Lee round of 16 or 32. Like, just a match that's, like, you, you favor the guy, but it's just curious. Where does this high school kid stack up? You know, this bracket's gonna be fire, dude. They're weighing in here in a couple hours, so we'll have wow, we'll have the brackets. I'm gonna do a breakdown. I don't even care. It's gonna be fun. 
You don't even care, dude. I don't You'll even do care. It. I'll do it. Alright, so who you picking? Give me the bear, aka Logan Steber. Logie Bear? Jeez. I mean Okay, here's the thing for me. Uh like I said, Logan Steber I think is the odds on favorite. It's very hard difficult to pick against him, although he gives up points, and if he trips up to somebody, I will not be surprised in the least. Yeah. Um but then the other guy is, I, I don't know, I like Ness. You won't I like pick. Ness. You won't pick him. No, I won't pick Ness. But, um, but it's similar It's similar to Graf. Graf always takes second or third. Yeah. Graf is good enough to be anybody. But he doesn't put the tournament together. But he, but he never does. Like... He'll, Graf will, Graf will make a run here, and he'll end up second or third because he always ends up second or third. What about Brewer? Remember when he smashed Tony Ramos? That happened. We just forget. I mean, uh, dangerous again. I, I mean, I think Brewer and Waters are really interesting candidates here because they're both kind of brand new to freestyle only training, right? Not what I mean, Waters has really been active on the circuit. He did, you know, Schultz Farrell. He's been around the way. Well, maybe for a year. He's yeah. only been out of, he's only been out of school a year. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, man. So you're going Logie. Give, give me at least take a leap. Logie over who? Logan Stever over... Tyler Graf. Logan Stever over Tyler Graf. Jeez. I'll say the same. I mean, you have to. Dang. I'll say... Come on, lead don't follow. I'll say Logie over Jason Ness. Interesting. And now, they're probably going to be on the same side, because how do you see this bracket? Right. Yeah. All right, that's good. What I somewhere in an article I wrote, I wrote like all the people Tyler Graf has beaten. They didn't put out a preseed. Did they put out preseeds? Tyler Graf. What am I? Tyler Graf lost to Zane Richards. Two out of three. No, they don't do preseeds. Oh, that was fun. That was at universities, right? Right. Right. Dang. Now I feel. Take, now I'm like take, all second guessing. I'm taking Jason Ness. I mean, I'm taking Logan Steber, but I'm taking Logan uh, Jason Ness in the finals. Hey, all right, sixty-five. Who have we got? At sixty-five. Uh, B.J. Futrell, Evan Henderson, Hunter Steber, Habit, Mario Mason, Dan Neff, Sanja. Not the greatest weight in the world, but fun. Uh, give me Bernard. Bernard Futrell. Give me Habit. Habit. Oh, I like that pick. Really like that pick, Willie. Well, thank you. Um, uh, man. I think that he... I, I know... I don't know. When he first came out... Um, oh, wait. When, Why don't we just ask Andy Rovat who wins in the room there? Fritrell left, but they, they practiced together forever. Yeah, I don't know. You know, when when Habit first left Edinburgh, now the kid's uh, NCA runner-up, and he, he leaves Edinburgh and he goes to train at Michigan, and then he goes and he tries to make an Olympic team for another country. I think we were, I think the first reaction was, you know, wow, he's trying to get in for another country, and he's he's good, but he's he's not really Olympic right. Cat, oh, right? totally, totally. He's not really international level pecking order kind of kid, and good for him for trying, right? Well, along the way, he got really freaking good. Um, he he, I don't know if he beat national or international commodities, but he went with them. Right. Um, I don't know. Uh, I can see how it winning this. Just a reminder. So Dennis, not only is he beating Logan Steber, he also teched Dan Dennis in a minute. He's got his wins. I want to find that article where I just outlined all the awesome dudes he's beaten in the last couple of years. Anyways, 
I think Habit's real. I maybe should have picked them. But I'm going to go Futrell. I'm sticking with it. Back to the Futrell. Uh, Hunter Steeper's all right. I don't know. I'm Listen, I was all about Hunter Steeper, but his body has not been fully functional in a while. I don't know. He has two elbows again? Probably in the technical sense. <laughs> I mean, they're there. Yes. I mean, but remember, he tore his ACL. I, or, uh, he messed his knee up bad last year. I'm not going to act like I know the specific knee injury, but he injured his knee um, last year. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Hunter, he's a Pan Am champion. What do you call? What do you call the weights that are not uh, world weights now? Do you call them non non Olympic weight worlds weights? <laughs> what like sixty five? WW non non Olympic world weights. So going to seventy four kilograms, it's not obviously a weight that will be contested in December at Worlds, but really um, strong. Matt Brown. Matt Brown is involved. What? Okay, so Bexod, Matt Brown, Derringer, Dombrowski, Quentin Godley, Chance Marsteller, Mike Moreno, Dan Valamont. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I guess on paper, this is what I was trying to figure out. On paper, Bexod or on paper, Derringer? Mm, on paper, Bexod. I really, this was, you know, this was a very hotly contested, this was a big Twitter argument. I was like tagged in, a, in an argument where I didn't say anything, but I was just tagged in it, so I saw this whole thing. So it, it divided. What did they say? What did was, they say? It was basically like Bexod wouldn't be, Bexod would be a depth guy in America. He would never make a team just because he beat Burroughs. He probably wouldn't be, but some people okay. were adamant that he certainly, that he might be our guy, that he would beat everyone but Burroughs. Normally, even though he beat Burroughs, but you know what I'm saying? Like, people are like, it's a fluke. It would never happen. Bexide would never make a team in America. And then there was another side that was like, um, yes, he would. And he just beat Burroughs. So I, I don't know where I fall. Bexide of- meddled. Eh, no. At Worlds? Yeah. It's 70. Huh? Yeah, it's 70. Would you, would you pick James Green over Alex Daringer? No. Okay. Would you pick. Did you pick Bexod over Jordan Burroughs? No. So by that, so uh, give me uh, Dave Finley, Sean. Then bye. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's Sean Dave Finley. Uh, um, <laughs> why is it copied in there incorrectly? I don't know. Bexod's a tricky, a tricky dude. I'll tell you what. I, I would not be surprised to see Matt Brown win the whole thing. I know. I'm. It's it was, tempting. But wait, when? I don't know much about his freestyle results. I know, but that dude's a that dude's a hoss. That dude's a at, big, solid dude. Matt Brown at one sixty three and a half pounds is terrifying. Yeah, he he beat dudes up. Why is Robert Kokesh not doing this? Where's Bob? I mean, I guess Jordan Burroughs is a slight deterrent from your seventy four kilogram aspirations, but. Since they're in the same room, I'd like to see those two go again. I, I'm, I really, Brown is a total wild card here. Like he total. Could, I'm, I don't I'm know. taking him. I'm taking Matt Brown. <sighs> what can Brown do for you? He could win the Bill Farrell Invitational. Give, hmm. Don't hedge. Not I don't. You're the hedger. I make I make definitive picks every time. What are you talking about? I just took Matt Brown. All right, yeah, here. But it's David Habit. Whatever. You you hedge. You hedge more than anyone. Um I'm taking I'm taking Daringer. Let's see. Maybe I'm wrong. Sue me. Maybe, what, what, both, maybe Beckside does it. Chance Marsteller is involved. Chance Marsteller is involved, that's interesting. I, I just hope I just hope he's okay. I don't I hope I don't, he's okay too. Um Mike Evans is wrestling. Mike Evans is wrestling at 86 kilograms. Mike, so Matt Brown will go down. Now Mike, Mike Evans says I'm up. I'm back. Maybe he thinks he's wrestling for Blair again. Is he at 86? Wynn. Deron Wynn is wrestling? 
Yeah, he's on the list. I thought he was MMA now. All right, 86 kilograms, Asper, Avery, Mike Evans, Timmy McCall, Richard Perry, Pete Renda, uh, Austin Trotman, Deron Wynn. Richard Perry, next question. I have a huge crush on Richard Perry. I, that dude is a bad dude. He could have been our guy. Like He could have been our Olympian. He kind of should have beat Kyle Dake. I mean, may, I won't say that, but he got hosed on a call really badly. Do you recall that? Yes, it was bad. That was bad. They made a rule. I better stop. I get people mad. People don't. People don't like. Anyways, keep going, Willie. Help keep me, going. Help, any, I mean, help, can, help me get my foot out of my mouth. If it's not Richard Perry, who is it? If it's not Richard Perry, Trotty. Uh, I would say Deron Wynn is probably the most credentialed. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, if if Deron wins there, I'd be surprised. I I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I think he's gonna be there. I, I, but I just, you know what? If he's training, if he's training to fight, Deron Wynn was a real threat when he was wrestling. You know, when he was wrestling. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I bet you. I don't know. I mean, if he's there, then the kid just loves to wrestle, because <laughs> it's not really a reason to be there. Um, what do, what do we make of Vic Avery's involvement here? I don't know. You can't really think much of that yet after kind of how he went out at NCAAs. But I think he's an he's a nice prospect. I just love Richard Perry's trajectory. I love his skill set and I love his trajectory. I think he's, I, you know, for some people, you know, these regional training centers. The regional training centers are great for for everyone, but for some people, you have to look and say, well, they always. They always got top-notch coaching. So how how different is it going to be to be at a regional training center? But for like Richard Perry, who come from Bloomsburg, which um, I, I guess I shouldn't say it was great, wasn't great coaching, but it wasn't it wasn't exclusively freestyle. It wasn't the best workout partners in the world. I, I think I think it can. I think a regional training center for a guy like Richard Perry can lift him up more than it can a guy that was fortunate enough to have all that from Jump Street. Right. If he, if Richard Perry was at Penn State or Iowa or Oklahoma State this whole time, he'd probably be about tapped out, caps. But not that. Right. But but more anything, just partners, right? Like Partners, yeah. He had, he had good coaching at, at Bloomsburg with, with Stutzman there. but With Stutzman for sure. Um, but there wasn't three or four guys in the room that could push him, you know? Other than Stutzman. Stutzman's a G. Um, what do you make of Renda's there? Yeah. Um, exciting. I, I'm, not, I'm not anticipating a lot of success, but he's he's, yeah. he's really good, right? But I don't know. But then at the same time, this is not – this weight is not out of control good, right? Like it's uh -huh. not amazing. It's not like 70 or 61. I think he'll be a little small there too. He can make he can make a run though. Yeah, he's not huge. All right, ninety seven. Mm -hmm. Run him down. We got Micah Burak, Blaze Cabell, JT Felix, Matt Gibson, Enoch Francois, Dustin Kilgore, um, Kalen Kleinschmidt, Josh Manu, Don, Old McNeil, and Alex Toms. And I'll do, I'll take uh, take Dustin Kilgore. For the win, although Micah Burek has often been a difficult matchup for for Dustin. This weight is not good. Let me just put that out there. This weight's not good, but yeah, Kilgore. Yeah, Burek maybe over Burek in the finals. Yeah, I mean, you know, Enoch's wrestled well, and Cobble and Felix have all um, had all have decent wins, but. I mean, you got to go Kilgore, right? 125, Braden Atwood, Don Bradley, Ben Durbin, Chad Hankey. Chad Hankey? Chad Hankey's involved. Chad Hankey? Justin Grant, Tony Nelson, Charles Toms. What, why do you say that about Hankey? I just haven't. When's the last time he wrestled? I haven't seen him in a minute. He's normally in the mix. He is? I feel like, I, feel like I haven't seen him in a minute. Yeah, I'm taking Don Bradley. Yeah, of course we are. Of course. 
Tony Nelson, uh, although Tony Nelson really kind of emerged as a nice freestyler, took a little bit, but he could, he's not easy to score on, but I will take Dom. Taking Dom too, I think, you know, Dom, Nelson, and Grant maybe. Um, And that, my friends, is Friday, is New York ACs. I've never been there. Have you been there? I have been in the building, the New York Athletic Club. I've never been. I've never been. Have you? I've never been in the event, no. I was going to go. I was thinking about going. You got dressed fancy. You know that? You can't get in that place without a blazer. I don't know about that. How's LJ getting? He wears. You have to wear a blazer when you go in the AC. Well, then I'm glad I didn't one go. Time, one time. You have to wear a belt buckle here. <laughs> Seriously, the one time I rolled up, actually, they didn't like that I was in jeans. I was, I looked, I mean, I looked nice. I had a blazer and a dress shirt. And <laughs> I did. What? I mean, I mean, I ain't saying nothing, but I looked nice. I had Ross jeans on. I had shoes from Ross. I had a. Go ahead. Nice button down from Ross. You done? I look good. And they, they said, sorry, no jeans. I'm like, these are Levi's, sir. And they're like, congrats. Put on some dress pants, you bum. So I had to go change. But anyways, so yeah, you got to dress fancy. That's probably why you've never been there. No one's invited you, Willie. No, listen, you have to dress fancy to get in there. I don't know if you have to – I don't know if you have to dress fancy to get in the tournament. Yeah, I don't know. It could be different. I've never been to the tournament. I just go there for the Beat the Streets press conference. Um, so yeah, that's going on right now as we speak. I don't even know what's happening because we're doing we're doing the show, but it's online. All right, so we did we did like forty five minutes of of freestyle at Farrell because it's amazing. But um, what do we have? There's a nice slate of college. Absolutely. Um, Sunday Sunday's probably Sunday's probably the biggest with the Journeyman Classic, um, which is going to be a really interesting event uh, up there in Albany, New York. And it's so it's a lot of really good guys, but they're you're splitting up. So like for example, if if 125 has let's say 20 kids in it, you're splitting them up into round robin groups of six and round robin groups of four or five. And basically, if you're in a group, that's the only guys you'll wrestle. So it's kind of tiered in that way. And some groups are. What is is it like? It's like journeyman, like the high school. I've never followed journeyman the high school all that closely to really know. It's pools. It's pools, yeah. But it's not like I won this pool, so now I'm going to wrestle the guy that won the other one. It's like you just res- wrestle within your group of six or so. Gotcha. So there's a, there's a lot of really good teams. Lehigh, Ohio State, Minnesota, Arizona State, Oklahoma, UNC, NC State, if I didn't say them, Wisconsin, um, et cetera. So a lot of really good teams are in the mix. Some, some really, really tough weights um, looking here. And I don't know where we can start there, other than it's going to be, it's going to be. So really you don't tough. technically right now. We don't know who's wrestling who. Well, I do because I've kind of helped build these. Um, but it hasn't been announced. It has not been announced, no. But it w- that should be coming out soon. We could have a, a Tanner Hall Connor Medbury matchup. Um, nice. A lot of young guys in the mix here. Fifty-seven. I'm especially excited for Jordan Cutler in the mix with Jake Short, BJ Clagan. So he's going to have an opportunity. That's nice. I mean, that's, I think that's um, somebody every like we all have our eye on because we've heard such great things about Jordan Cutler, and we, you know, but we haven't exactly seen him wrestle college, uh, good college competition. So I think that'll let us know. How about this? Where I'm, he's like this? Maybe the match I'm most excited about: Keyshawn Hayes, Kevin Jack. Oh, cool. Very That's cool. a really good one. And then, then um, the one. Why don't you? Can you please? Why get these done? I, so that we, they're done. Listen. Supposed. So uh, it ain't me that's holding it up. It's, it's uh, Frank Pop. No, it's not. It's not Frank Pop. The, these coaches are very particular individuals. So they want certain matches. Uh, yeah. And they don't don't want other matches. All right. Well, I would like to see them. Okay. Well, I shared it with you, so you can see it. So. Well, the, the people would like to see them. Yeah, I know. I know that. Hopefully soon. Hopefully hopefully today. Not today, tomorrow. Um, 
So yeah, that's gonna be really good. Pit Edinburgh. That's live on flow. I think we got another one too. It's a big weekend. Where oh, are you? You're you and I. You and I has a try. Where am I? I'm in. Uh, I'm at Journeyman. I know. When do you leave? Saturday. So technically, you could come up and watch rodeo for tomorrow. Well, see. Bulls and blood. Listen, this, there's bulls. There's blood. Dust. There's dust. There's mud. There's Fu Manchu. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not probably gonna do that. I'm not gonna do. Not gonna. Not gonna be able to do it. What? Well, uh, are you scared? No, I'm not. I'm not scared. I um, I just don't have a lot of interest in that. Although part of me thinks it would be really fun. Can you chronicle this? You brought your camera, right? Can I chronicle it? Well, it's live on Flow. Yes, uh, but that's that's very that's very um, that's focused on. On the action, I want I want something atmospheric. You know what I'm saying? Something that says, "Wow, I'm I'm here. I'm like, look at this guy walking by. Look at this. Look at this mustache. Look at this. Yeah. You know, something like that. That's why I'm here. So you're gonna take that. So you're gonna take in that. So that's what I want to know about. I, I think we've all flipped through. I'm here so that I can capture the experience for you, Christian. Thank you. Thanks. I think that's that's reasonable. So yeah, and then I can assess. For the future, as rodeo is going to be a big part of Flow Sports' future, it seems like as much time as you're devoted. Um... No, listen. As soon as we hire, I, we, you know, we had some candidates for the senior position at Flow Rodeo, but mm, not the people that not not a not the ideal candidate. So, um, if we would have found the person, they would be doing this and not me. Uh-huh. Although I still might be here, just to. See? Supervise a little bit, but um, can you confirm the the rumor that you, there's a there's a pilot show that's about to begin called Flow Rodeo Live? <laughs> that is that is not true. It's not true. So uh-uh. you, can you go on the record and officially say that that show will not happen? Well, it's already been reported by major outlets. I know you got you got to reel that in. You got to tighten up the the ship there. Um. So what? So what? This weekend, a lot of wrestling going on. Bill Farrell, New York City. Let's let's check the uh, when we check the slate here. See what else is going on this weekend. A lot of college wrestling. I'm sure about to be going down. I put it up. I put what? all the things up. What'd you do? I put up the schedule or the box score thing. You can look through there if you want, but uh, yeah, I got it right here. So you and I kicks off their dual season. Of course, we have their duels live on Flow. They wrestle Nebraska Kearney. And you uh, in Utah Valley. Now, here's what I'm excited for this weekend: get our first look at Penn State, and they're going to wrestle some real matches, um, Army and Stanford. Stanford's ranked at like I don't know six, seven, eight weights. Like there's, you're going to get real tests for a lot of their guys, and they're solid at weights. They're not ranked, mind you. Now, Army is very interesting to me because of Rocco Kaywood, who is kind of emerging as a really tough 197 prospect. So we could potentially see McCutcheon versus Kaywood. Now the the word is that they're going to split. Stout will do a duel, and and McCutcheon will do a duel. However, if they use McCutcheon against Stanford, he gets Josh Marchock there, who's also ranked and tough. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a possibility um, that they're they're going to get tested there at 197. Of course, at 125, Shram will be taking on Suriano. So Suriano. Kind of in the fire right away. His second match. Yeah, I don't. Right, I, you don't think that um, Stanford poses a threat to win the duel, but the matchups and what you learn about the individuals—they could bloody him up—are really compelling. Yeah, you've got Shram versus Suriano, Gulaban versus McKenna, right? Um, Fox versus um, Nolf. You know, which, you know, you kind of know how that's going to go. 74 is interesting because Jim Wilson's now at 174. 74 um, is interesting. The last the last bunch of 74, 97 heavyweight are all good. Yeah, they're very good. Because um, heavyweight Nathan Butler against Nick Nevels, great test for Nick Nevels. Where's yeah. he at? Well, here, take on this uh, beast from Stanford, Junior World uh, bronze medalist. He looks like the Cardinal. He is a tall tree that kid is big 
They have a confusing mascot situation. Can we talk about the most confusing mascot situation in, in collegiate athletics? So the okay. Stanford Cardinal, which, you know, just as you say it, you think of a bird, but it means like the color, I guess, right? Which is from a bird. But they're a tree. They're like a pine tree. Um, it, it, that's a confusing situation. Do you, do you agree? Yeah. yeah. Kind of like the Iowa State or the Cyclones. There was a bird involved there for a while. Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah, there was like a Cyclone. It, it was That was like a Cardinal, it looked like, maybe. Yeah. So so we have some, some confusing situations with mascots going on. Anyways, so Penn State, I'm very, very excited to see how they do. I'm hoping there's a way to watch some of those duels because – I, I want to get a, a look at this team and see where they are. I want to see Vincenzo Joseph very badly. I want to see Nick Suriano very badly. I think it could be um, some really good stuff. Um, Bison Open's going on as well. Um, Cyclone Open, will, will we see full strength Iowa State? I don't think we get Earl Hall yet, but still interesting. I why, I wanna, I'm interested in the Rucker stuff too. I mean, I don't know. I just want to see how Rucker's – I feel like they're, they're building – I think I feel like the Rutgers lineup is getting better every every uh, year, and um, they they're making a West Coast road trip. Um, I think they go they go like Bakersfield, Cal Poly, somebody else three nights in a row, and um, I'm interested to see their lineup all laid out and, and how they're doing. Yeah, yeah, I don't see that as being the case for their schedule, but maybe I'm wrong. I just show them. Wrestling Cal Poly, uh, but maybe there's some more on there. I'm looking. At, I'm looking on D1CollegeWrestling.net. Um, you shout, can look at shout out to Earl. Shout out to Earl. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Rutgers very interesting team, and you know with them, Anthony Giraldo, someone that caliber. I don't. I think he's on the outside looking in right now, and maybe Del Vecchio too. You know that. Yeah. You've got Dippery down. He kind of. For now, has a spot over Del Vecchio. Geraldo's outgrown 33, and would he be the guy anyways? We don't know. 41 is property of, of Schnalti. And then 49's Ken Theobald, and 57's Richie Lewis. So, um, starting to see some first-world problems for Rutgers, which is a good thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, You know, I don't know. It's not like the juiciest, you know, Rutgers versus um, – Rutgers versus Cal Poly, Rutgers versus Bakersfield. Uh, it's not the juiciest duel ever, but it, at this point in the season, you learn, you learn a lot, right? And and Rutgers is um, Rutgers is a team I like to see the progression and see where they're at this year. Right, and you know the the Binghamton Open is always interesting. Cornell typically sends a nice number of guys there unattached, so we could be could be seeing that one. Um. I'm, I'm, I think the results there could be very interesting, just kind of seeing where Cornell's at right now. So, yeah, that's uh, that's about it. That's the weekend we have up. Obviously, Willie won't know about anything that's going on because uh, Fu Manchu will be. No, so that's a lie. So I'm here t- today. There's in, actually in two hours there's a quote-unquote media day, and uh, I'm just going to go shoot some stuff there um, and put them up, and tomorrow – uh, is the first day of rodeo competition, so I'll go and watch that and just see how things go and see how um, we can cover it in the future. But then I'm I'm coming home tomorrow night. I mean, it, it ends Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. It ends, so I, I'm just here to like meet some people, see how it goes, uh, see how you won't we, you won't ask a question in the media day. No, I ain't asking questions. Come in the media. on. But the good thing about it is the reason. Yeah. Uh, so you know, in media days, other people ask questions. I'm just holding a camera, so yeah. I don't have to. I don't have to ask questions like talk out of my ass. Why don't you ask a question? Because I don't know nothing about rodeo. No, but oh, it would be so awesome to hear you ask, like put them on blast or something. Just ask a tough. Like, what if you found like a really nuanced like angle to take or something? I don't know. My fear is that I have this bad habit of whatever. Mm, Whatever group I'm around, I, it, it's a bad habit, man. I don't know. A chameleon. Whatever group I'm around, I, I start talking like them, like to their face. <laughs> like so if they're Southern, I, I, I catch myself talking in that kind of vernacular. And 
if they're Western, I talk like if they're if they're like hood, I talk hood, and if they're you know if they're proper, I talk proper. It's like if they're Asian, I talk Asian. You know, like not Asian, but like broken English Asian. And I got it, Willie. Have, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna literally unplug you right now before you get yourself fired. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna go. I, I we get it. We get the point. You don't have to go out. Everyone, how everybody talks. So good luck. Good luck talking like uh like a cowboy, Garth. Bulls and blood. You're gonna fit right in. All right, I'm I'm unplugging you. So is this it? Anything else? Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> oh man. So that happened. Willie's a chameleon. We learned that today. And um, it's time it's time to go. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Flow Wrestling Radio Live. We will be back Tuesday. Good Lord willing. That's my plan. I hope that's Willie's plan. And, uh, yeah. Tune in to Flow Wrestling all weekend long, starting right now. All the way through Feral, all the way through Sunday. We're going to keep it going. So, thanks a lot. Have a nice weekend. Later, guys. <laughs>